Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of The Untamed Rant. I am John Crowley, and as always, with me is... Erin, also known as Red. Hello. In this episode, we're going to be talking about thaumaturgy and other similar cantrips in 5th edition. Yes. So where do we want to start? Um, do you want to talk about the difference between that and previous editions? Like 5e versus... Yeah. Okay, sure. So, before 5e... Yeah. The Dark Ages. <laughs> oh, the Dark Ages. <laughs> Including those forgotten years of 4th edition. Yes, forgotten. <laughs> there was only prestidigitation. Mm-hmm. There was no thaumaturgy. And prestidigitation's pretty much stayed the same since forever. That's very true. Um, Fact. <laughs> but only wizards, well, actually not only wizards, only arcane casters about something yes. like prestidigitation. Yeah, how dare you say this? Like, a necessity. You gotta have it. Mm-hmm. Because it's just so you can clean your robes. You can chill your yeah. beer. Those things are important. Right? Like... Can make it smell like something farted? Make or break the campaign. <laughs> Those are key moments. Um, but... Clerics never had anything. No. Druids never had anything. Womp womp. Until now. Yeah! And... <laughs> It's so awesome. So awesome. Thaumaturgy is very cool. And was probably one of the most talked about things I saw. I don't know how much of D&D Next you saw. And like the initial release of 5th edition. But like, everyone loves Thaumaturgy. (laughs) All about that. (laughs) There's lots of cool stuff, but like, holy crap, Thaumaturgy. (laughs) Clerics 2. And... There's some really cool things that you can do with it. Oh, yeah. And people are clever. Yeah. Uh, I love clever people. I'm pretty sure that you clever wizards people. waiting years to be clerics just haven't. There was right? no thaumaturgy. Yeah. That's the only reason. Oh, gonna be a wizard now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a cleric, but press the digitation. Yeah. And, uh, let's try the cleric now. You know, thaumaturgy, hear about it? It's just, it's so cool. Um, yeah, prestidigitation, I always took it when I played a wizard. Or See, sorcerer. I rarely played a wizard or sorcerer. I mean, I'm just bad at, at most of my characters anyway. But <laughs> that, no that, that just means death. People have to talk about death and shitty rolls. But, uh... Bad characters and bad dice rolling are not the same. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's, thank you. I, I think that was a compliment. Maybe somewhere hidden in there. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Take it as you will. I will. I will. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Um, but I really, I think the only time that I played a wizard may may have been three point five, like way long ago. Okay. So like I. Don't usually play those kind because it's Not just them. They're magic users. No, no. <laughs> Although I do, I think I enjoy a lot more of what they've become. Same with clerics. I actually really love the five E cleric yeah. class right now. I love it. I I love fifth edition. Um, so let's talk cantrips in general. Yeah, <laughs> I love that fifth edition took third edition spellcasting. And added all the good parts about fourth edition spellcasting. And like, smashed them together. <laughs> Pow! Pulled out the chunky bits. <laughs> Gross. 
And we have a really cool spell casting. Because, like, you still have to prepare spells. But you don't have to prepare two burning hands if you want to yeah. cast burning hands twice. And exactly. you don't have to... You don't have to prepare cantrips anymore. Oh, wow, I remember that. So you get, you get less cantrips than you used to be able to. But... Now you still have the at-wills of 4th edition. You got your damaging spells. They can use all the time. No, I mean, that. granted, you could be in an anti-magic zone or something, but, like, back in the day, I had to make sure my wizard had a sling and some rocks or, like, a crossbow <laughs> or a I couple of daggers just in case. Like, well, can you set them on fire? No, I'm out of spells. You can't do anything. I throw wrong. Uh, I can do this. Cast prestidigitation, and they're like, "Okay, how many times can you do that? No more." <laughs> that it was, was that was bad. it. It was a bad time, just for show. <laughs> like, sure, they got really powerful, but like, what was there to survive that long? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> so, like, I'm glad they they kept that, and I know they tested that out, and that started being a thing with the warlock at the end of third edition. I'm glad they, they pulled it through to 5th edition. Um, and one of those cantrips, obviously, is prestidigitation. And now thaumaturgy for clerics and druidcraft for druids. Mm-hmm. So since this is about supposed to be about thaumaturgy, yes, we should probably indeed. start with describing thaumaturgy. Yeah, so thaumaturgy. So thaumaturgy. I think it is the strongest of the three. I would agree. Absolutely. Um... I think prestidigitation is more versatile. Yes. But I think thaumaturgy, because it's so... It's somewhat broad, but honed to a theme. Yeah. It's the strongest one. Mm-hmm. The best one. The most... <laughs> I don't know. I, I like it better than the other ones. I like it better than the other two as well. Although, to be fair, and we'll get into this a little later, but there are some things that you can potentially do with the other two if given the creativity to do so. Right. That might be the best way to put that, but we'll get into that. <laughs> but, but even then, I think, the thematically, yes. I like thaumaturgy. Yeah. I just, I think, I don't know, it's just, there's something that I, just, <laughs> I like it better than prestidigitation. Like, just something I like what it. I can do with prestidigitation, but prestidigitation reminds me of being a pompous wizard. It's usually what it's yeah. used for, but like thaumaturgy, like, whether you're a really good cleric or a really evil cleric, you can use that to just, like, instill fear into the yeah. unworshipping heathens. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking heathens, man. Right? <laughs> Thaumaturgy is basically Gandalf in the scene from the first Lord of the Rings yes. where he goes, don't tempt me, Frodo, and, yes. like, the storm around him. That is thaumaturgy. Yes. Yeah, like, who okay. needs prestidigitation when you get that shit? <laughs> you are such a badass. <laughs> um... So, do you want to break down thaumaturgy a little bit in yeah, terms let's, of like let's casting time and all that kind of crap? Yeah. All right. So, uh, casting time, one action. Yeah, yep. all of them are going to be one action. Yeah, one action, people. Um, range is thirty feet, and this is up to a minute is the duration, which I think yes. is interesting. Um, it's not as strong as press the digitation. No. In, in terms of, uh, it doesn't need duration. To. Yeah. It doesn't need to be. No. What you're using thaumaturgy for doesn't need to last more than a minute. It's more... Although... I think... I, I think we talked about this. I want to say... Mm. I think you have it there. Is the voice booming? Doesn't that one last, like, three minutes? 
Oh, um, extended? It, no, it's up to three times as loud as uh, normal for one minute. Oh. So it's still the one minute duration. It's just it's just three times as loud. Right. So and something else that we talked about for this, for thaumaturgy specifically, is more of social yeah, situations. Yeah, so you do a lot of social stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Which can be so great. <laughs> and I think, what are the components for thaumaturgy? Um, doesn't... Well, this is all it has here, but there's no... Yeah, it's just verbal, so there's nothing like... So... Other than that. In terms of, yeah, wait, what we, Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, because clear. You could probably get away with multiple iterative castings of thaumaturgy to keep your voice booming for longer. Oh, yeah. And get away with it. And, and that, too, I mean, who knows if... Role wise, or whatever, if you were right. made to do, you know what I mean. But that that could definitely be a thing. Um, so like that duration is not even super mm-hmm. restricting, and I know that you can do three of them at a time by the rules. Yes, which is awesome. So you yeah. could make your voice be super super loud. You can change your eyes. <laughs> yeah, Shake yeah, yeah. Just yeah. The intimidation. Yeah, I was gonna say intimidation is just something that comes to mind automatically. Like, uh, don't fuck with me in my party. Like, You're gonna die. <laughs> Can you imagine rolling a one on that? Okay, let's not talk about it. <laughs> That's all you. <laughs> oh gosh. Um. So yeah, what is as written? What's the full list of things that we can do with thaumaturgy? So, so thaumaturgy itself says you can manifest a minor wonder. A sign of supernatural power within range. Uh, you create one of the following magical effects within range. So, your voice booms up to three times as loud as normal for one minute, which we went over. The range is 30 feet? 30 feet. Uh, you cause flames to flicker, brighten, dim, or change color for one minute. See, I like that. Instead of, like, snuffing them out or create, like, whatever. Yeah. You, like, alter them. So, like, they flare up. Blue Super or some high, crazy shit. Exactly, and again with the which you know it does list on here as well. But with the three that you get, like you could do so that many cool combinations. Yeah, yeah. Um, you cause uh, cause harmless tremors in the ground for one minute, which yeah. we, we mentioned too. Um, you create an instantaneous sound that originates from a point of your choice within the thirty foot range, such as a rumble of thunder, the cry of a raven, or ominous whispers. So creepy. It could be so cool. You make fire whispers that <laughs> sparkles blue. Right? Uh, <laughs> um, you instantaneously uh, cause an unlocked door or window to fly open or slam shut. Super great. Um, and you alter the appearance of your eyes for one minute. Mm-hmm. So, and again, this says here, if you cast the spell multiple times, you can have up to three of its one minute effects active at a time. And you can dismiss such an effect as an action. So, something to keep in mind for that. But... The the possibilities and the combinations you can come up with are pretty great. Yeah, they're and realistically, given that list, even though it's very obviously geared to inspire or intimidate people via your religion, socially, mm-hmm. like a sound, a thunder boom, or a crow calling, or whispers, mm-hmm. that's a distraction in a dungeon. That doesn't have to be social. You no, yeah, look the wrong way or notice you or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe take away your disadvantage in sneaking by throwing a sound on the opposite side of the room at the same time. Yeah. There are so 
many possibilities out there too. Yeah. And I was looking up, which I mentioned to you. Um, I was looking up some of the, uh, (laughs) more creative, um, ways to use thaumaturgy and people have been really creative with, uh, with the other two, but I was more impressed with the the thaumaturgy. Mm-hmm. Thaumaturgy, excuse me, gosh. So, yeah, if, if you've got the imagination for it, you could do some really great stuff. Which, again, also, though, um, for some of the others, not necessarily for thaumaturgy, but it depends on the situation. Uh, hopefully your DM is open to some of the more creative uses. Yeah. And we also talked about thaumaturgy. Um, I know, you know, it's cleric, but it's you, we had mentioned warlock would be yeah. really cool. So... Personally, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I as Dan like some flexibility, like Nicola's character, mm-hmm. um, which will be out soon on Untamed Dice, hopefully this weekend. The first episode will come out, but her character in the Watsara campaign, yes, is technically cleric, technically, yes, but in the world, she's a druid of the sun, mm-hmm. so she just uses the druid spell list, right. <laughs> There's some waving motions going on and just shrugging <laughs> of shoulders. <laughs> that's not the rules. No. Nope. <laughs> but it doesn't break the game at all. No. And it works really well. It makes the Druid of the Sun work. The bonus spells are all the fire-based, light-based spells that you get as the cleric. And all the bonus, like the channel divinities yeah. are sun-based. But all I had to do was let her use the druid spell list to get mm-hmm. nature spells and let her know druidic as a language. Right. So easy. And I think you can do the same thing with, like, Warlock. I think Warlock, it's technically arcane, but technically. you're getting your power from demons, right? devils, devils. gods, <laughs> yeah. archfey, like... No, it's no big deal. That that borders on divine magic. Like, if it's, I think it can be I really it, cool. It, it's more divine than it is arcane because there's an entity granting you exactly not praying for it. Mm-hmm. But I think a cleric, in a way, makes a bargain with their god for their powers. Right? Why can't a warlock? Right. So I think, <laughs> be a I think a thaumaturgy fits a warlock. If you I want that instead of prestidigitation. That is so cool. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So just something to, something to think about. Maybe throw out there at a campaign right. down the road. Or if they're Archfey, the um, Druidcraft one. Yes. Yeah. We talked about that too. Though that leads me to mention, if you are a cleric of nature, I believe is the one, you automatically get Dru- one Druid cantrip, I believe. So technically, you could have thaumaturgy and druid craft, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'd enjoy that. But other than those little situations or flexibility on your DM, thaumaturgy is clerics only. Yeah. And potentially tieflings. Yes. Can use thaumaturgy. Yeah. But that, think- that just lends argument to my warlock thing. Yeah, exactly. And what did we say about that? Like, that's a racial trait we think? I think yeah. Right? Um, Something along those lines? Correct us if I'm wrong. I've never played a <laughs> I really wanted to play a tiefling. I don't think we haven't I've had any tieflings yeah. yet, so I don't know for sure, but I think it's an alternate racial trait. 
or it's just a racial trait. Yeah, it's one. Of, yeah, it's one of the two. Um, but it is it is by know. rules a trait that you, you as a tiefling you can have thaumaturgy. Yeah, without being a cleric. Um, but again, that just opens the door for a warlock. Just saying. <laughs> so I mean, I think you get a fit now that these things exist. There should exist right. some flexibility in there. Absolutely. Um, and that's I feel like that's. Hand in hand for D and D people, <laughs> you gotta have some flexibility on some things. Let's some let's have a great are, game. You just want the rules wrong. I know. I don't. I don't As understand. <laughs> but whatever. That's that's why we don't play with those people. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about how how thaumaturgy is different from, from prestidigitation. All right. And why I think it's stronger. And I guess what some of the ways prestidigitation is stronger. Okay. Do you want a little breakdown of prestidigitation? All right, so tell us about prestidigitation. Oh, I shall. Just once, though. You don't have to. Five times. All right, so uh, range, unlike uh, thaumaturgy, is 10 feet. Um, but unlike thaumaturgy, it does last up to an hour, which is one of the benefits of it. It's, it's longer. Um, so it's a minor magical trick. Just for anybody who's curious. Um, and that wasn't big enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, you can uh, create one of the following from this list. So, uh, you create an instantaneous, harmless sensory effect, such as a shower of sparks, a puff of wind, faint musical notes, or an odd odor. Ew. <laughs> um, you instantaneously... Well, we were talking about skunk odor earlier. Like, just in your face. <laughs> Just no, I just don't want that in my face. Non-sequitur. <laughs> All I can think of now is a monk of shadow with just one level in wizard so that he can just press to digitate a smoke cloud whenever he wants to hide. <laughs> yes! <laughs> just, like, he's one level in wizard. One, just one. One. Ninja! Right? <laughs> That'd be so cool. <laughs> right? Oh, well, we're going to have to work on that now. <laughs> yeah, thinking face. <laughs> well, I mean, you get just a couple spells, but, like, mage armor? Shield? Like, Hell yeah. You wouldn't have lots of uses of just a just nice enough. little yeah, edge. Just a nice so little touch. <laughs> so, uh, some other things that you can do. Uh, you can instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. Useful. Um, Very useful. That can be very useful, yes. Um, instantaneously clean or soil an object no larger than one cubic foot. Clean your robes, people. Yeah, I've, I've definitely had that use before. Uh, you chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for an hour. Uh, you make a color, a small mark, or a symbol appear on an object or surface for an hour. And... Uh, you create a non-magical trinket or an illusionary image that can fit in your hand and that lasts until the end of your next turn. And same with this one, though. Uh, you can do it multiple times, up to three, yeah. um, and to dismiss it is an action. So yeah. same, same as Thaumaturgy. Yeah, the, the three thing is a nice limiter on the addition of being able to do it as right. much as you want, which yeah. existed in 4th edition, too, if I yes, remember correctly. I believe you're was, right. There yes. was a limiter on how many different Effects you could have simultaneously. Yeah. Though to be fair, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> as a DM, if you get up to like level 10, 12, 15, I'll give you a fourth or fifth. Effect. Yeah, right? Yeah. 
If you make it that far, yeah. If a level 1 wizard can have three effects going at once, I think a level 12 wizard <laughs> can handle a fourth one. You know? Like, Brain explodes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know, I can do shocking grasp and press the digitation. Like, three press the digitation. And then the guy over there was making uh, a mansion, extra-dimensional <laughs> space. is like, yeah, me too, I can do three. <laughs> I got this mansion. <laughs> what? What? I'm sure he could do four. <laughs> Pretty sure, yeah. Let's just, you know, I let's would give it to him. I would allow it. <laughs> I, allow same with <laughs> same with commentary, though. Know? Like, if you're a yeah. significant level, come on, yeah. Give him the extra effect. Hell, if it's One a really more. cool yeah. idea, give him the extra yeah. effect anyways. Screw That'd be it. awesome, yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh, reward creativity, people. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Um, so this one, uh, for press the digitation, uh, bard, sorcerer, wizard, and warlock for that. So far as I understand. Always. It, yeah. Always wizard. Always sorcerer. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day, sorcerer and wizard shared a spell list. They didn't even separate it like they do now. Mm-hmm. Sorcerer's a couple extra pulled away. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. But before they shared it, so, and warlock was not around before. And Bard always got it, too, because they were just, they were wizards who sang. So yeah. they got, like, half the wizard spells, plus some singing spells. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, they're, like, you know, they like to... They're entertainers. Seduce people, yeah, exactly. People, yeah. Mesmerize people. Exactly. Um, so they got a bunch of, like, mind-affecting spells yeah. in addition. And we're going to put on a show. What? <laughs> uh... Show. <laughs> <laughs> Strokes evil goatee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hmm. Yes. <laughs> Don't we all bards have goatees? Maybe. Oh, shit. Are we just breaking, like, everything right now? <laughs> so wait, if all bards have goatees, what does the mirror universe bard have? No goatee and, like, they can't sing? Like Right, yeah. Probably. I don't know. We're gonna go with it. It's fine. We'll leave it up to you guys. Let us know. Yeah, vote on that. <laughs> what do non-goatee mirror universe <laughs> bards <laughs> explain? Please. <laughs> it's important. Um, so, I like so, prestidigitation. So it's got some cool stuff you can yeah. do. Yeah. And, like, you can be super clever with that range. You like, could, super yes. Super clever. You very could. Well, well, could. You can... And you can do some social things, like... Yes. And uh, it's not... The story's not prestidigitation, though technically you could use prestidigitation to do it, but yes, it would technically be a meme, but, like, the bartender who dropped out of wizard school and opened up a bar that serves all his beer cold, mm-hmm. like yeah, we yeah. do today from a right. refrigerator, yeah. not cellar temp, cold, because of chill touch. Yeah. You do the same thing with press the digitation. Like, fuck that. I ain't going adventuring over the corner of the market on cold beer. <laughs> yeah, right. This is my new life. See you guys. <laughs> Lasting an hour is obviously pretty strong. Yeah. Um, so you can get some extension out of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Thaumaturgy doesn't need the hour. No, it doesn't. what you're doing with it, you know? that's. I think that's why I like Thaumaturgy. It's like, it's not too specific, but it's specific enough that you're like, These, this is what I'm doing, this is how I'm using it. I only need a minute. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need an hour. Press the digitation, you got that flexibility, but maybe overthink it if you got that much flexibility. Right. You know Definitely like something like that could happen, yeah. Ten foot range? Yeah, exactly. Not convinced a wizard who's creating a spell to be lazy as fuck is going to limit himself to ten feet. And this is, again, what we were just talking about with the bard. I feel like that's one of those things that the bard, like, street performer, come in close, you know what I mean, yeah. kind of thing. Like, hey, da-da-da-da. Oh. <laughs> hmm. I think bard should have their own. Because I think some of the digitation stuff, they should have. Some of it they don't need. But, like, booming voice? Yeah. A bard needs a booming voice. So good. Like... Can you imagine scaling? <laughs> Which, I mean... Ugh, but, great. like, the illusionary effect that prestidigitation can create? <laughs> like, pull a rabbit out of my hat. Especially if it's illusionary. That's really right? easy, you know? Yeah. That coupled with booming voice, mm-hmm. coupled with, like, make the ground shake during a story... Yeah. Like, I think a, a little mix of thaumaturgy and prestidigitation would be great for a bard. That would be really sweet. <laughs> That'd be so good. I could see that working really well. If anyone makes a bard and they make a change from <laughs> now on, they can have a <gasps> bard-specific one. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> can't uh, hear it. That's a thing right now. <laughs> that's awesome, yeah. See? Good things happen yeah. uh, <laughs> when we talk about these things. Because <laughs> why shouldn't they? I don't see why not. Because they have At a all. unique use for it, so give them a unique combination. Especially if if you play it just right. That would be so <sighs> sweet. So I love it. <laughs> not, not necessarily just booming voice. Maybe amplify the sound of your violin instead yeah. of your voice. Yeah. So good. So yeah, I think Thaumaturge is stronger than press the digitation. Those press the digitation, it, you definitely need if you're a wizard. Like, yeah. I don't know if I would take it every time, but it's always, like, on my list. Right, exactly, when yeah. When I'm narrowing down. Like, I automatically think of Prestidigitation, uh, Mage Hand. Oh, Mage light. Hand. You can't, yeah, Light is um, key. Mage Hand is one of my favorites. Although, I guess that's why Prestidigitation could be kind of limited, because if you have Light and you have Mage Hand as well, like, who right. needs that much use out of prestidigitation. Right. I mean, like, so wizards are so lazy that they didn't bother creating a powerful enough spell because they already had ten other spells to do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'm over just, it. <laughs> we're just stacking laziness on yeah. laziness at this point. <laughs> so I get it. But, like, I don't know, the, the thematics of Thaumaturgy, I think, just sits so much more soundly than prestidigitation does. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say, obviously, that there aren't uses for both. Like, we just talked about Bard. Bard could be great with both, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. just, there are, there are situations where you really have to determine mm-hmm. how best to work that out. <laughs> like, I can think of uh, wizard builds where you don't need Preston, or you don't even want Preston. No. Like, if you're a necromancer... No, you don't want that show. What's the point of it? No, nope, there isn't one. If you're an illusionist, what's the point of it? You're creating illusions. Yeah. yeah. That. Um, I got stronger spells. If you're a diviner, <laughs> what's the point? I mean, the mm-hmm. point is you're a wizard. <laughs> but thaumaturgy, the point is to enhance your literal God's given ability, 
and sh- right. like have a show of it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what god or type of cleric you are. Like the point is like an enhanced show yeah. of it. So I can't imagine playing a cleric without taking it. Right. A little pop unless you stance. <laughs> unless you literally don't want anybody to know you're a cleric. Yeah, I guess then but you wouldn't it, take it. Uh, I mean, but that's even then, occasion, but even yeah. then, it'd be really good to have because then those few times yeah, you do, you straight up get yeah. off of that <laughs> yeah. shit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, thunder rolls in the background. Exactly. <laughs> so good. But that's wanna... that's gonna bring us to druid craft. I was gonna say, which I was talking about that guy. It's sad. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's really. It's not. It's it's okay to say it's sad. It's a little it's sad. sad. It's a really good inclusion. Yeah. But to me, Druidcraft feels like at some point during fourth edition, they were like, you know what we need as we're building fifth edition. We need a cleric version of prestidigitation. Right, yeah. And this is what it's going to do. It's, you know, their eyes, the wind in the hair, the oh, wait, wait, ground wait, wait. Did, you, did you say a cleric version of prestidigitation? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And they had, they had their idea for it. They knew what they wanted it to be. And they made thaumaturgy. Yeah. And then they were like, well, what about druids? Right. And that guy. What about those guys? Yeah. The guy <laughs> who plays the druid in the radio. <laughs> yeah. What about us? And they were like, well... Yeah, you two, I guess. What do we give you? <laughs> you? You two, I mean... You know? And he's yeah. like, well... We got... Yeah, this... Yeah! <gasps> you can control weather. <laughs> you can't. You can predict Yeah, weather. exactly. And then they were like, actually, no, you can't do that. So, like, they didn't have a firm grasp on what they wanted Druidcraft to be exactly. able to do. And I think that's where Druidcraft falls short, is, like, there's no extended... As written, there's no extended uses of it. No. You know, there's no minute-long... You slow yeah. on an hour. So, so real quick. Exa- Dru- what what yeah. exactly yeah. can we do? Druidcraft, okay, is thaumaturgy like in the fact that it can do 30 feet. 30 yes. feet is it's got the range. range. Yeah, it's got the range. Uh, duration, however, unlike the other two, is just instantaneous. It's a thing that happens. And yeah. that's it. The end. Um, so, whispering to the spirits of nature. This is for that guy in that room. <laughs> whispering to the spirits of nature. What about druids? <laughs> You create one of the following effects within range. <laughs> so you can create a tiny harmless sensory effect that predicts what the weather will be at your location for the next 24 hours. The effect might manifest as a golden orb for clear skies, a cloud of rain, uh, excuse me, a cloud for rain, falling snowflakes for snow, and so on and so forth. I like to picture it as like a little like holographic image between your hands that is that screen of the next day forecast on yeah. the weather channel. Just yep. like whatever that symbol is, is like yeah. You get that little rain cloud with the one lightning bolt that's just sticking out of it. And then occasionally the cloud flashes. <laughs> yeah. Um and that effect uh persists for one round for mm-hmm. that particular uh, creation. Um, you instantly you instantly make a flower blossom, a seed pod open, or a leaf bud bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, you create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect, such as falling leaves, a puff of wind, the sound of a small animal, or the faint odor of skunk. Back to those skunks. Um, and that effect must fit in a five-foot cube. And the last thing that this says is that you can instanta- instantly light or snuff out a candle torch or a small campfire. And um, unlike uh, the others, you know, Druidcraft is clearly limited by the fact that you can't do three at a time or anything like that. And because it's, there's it's no just extension. Instant, it, yeah, yeah, there's no extension. It's just instant, so and there you go. Here's where Druidcraft is good. 
You make a bonfire. Right. Just snuff one out. Cool. Yeah. Great. Could just be like, very Just helpful. like press the digit. Right. Cool. Um, you can make a flower bloom or something. That's a cool effect that you can mm-hmm. make use of. But as written, very limited. Mm-hmm. Um, weather prediction. It's potentially really potentially useful. really super useful. However. However, it is only one day. That's okay. You cast it as many times as often as you want. Right, right. You, you Like, checking the weather channel, you gotta check it every ten minutes to be up to date. Druid can do that, too. Right. But if, uh, whoop. <laughs> if your DM doesn't pay attention to weather, it's not a concern of your campaign, or heaven forbid you're just literally underground. Right. Useless. Yeah. It just... Non-point. That's, again, potentially. <laughs> um, what else could it do? I mean, the other effects, like we were talking about, are kind of used... Uh, well, they're it's very limited. Limited, because there's nothing else you can do. Right. Like, uh, okay, that seed pod. Boom, right. open. <laughs> it should be able to do more. Right, and we were also talking about how you can use... Druidcraft, as long as your DM allows it, but you can you can be creative with it. Like there were Absolutely. moments when I was creative with with it in our uh, current campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an injured member of our band of adventurers, and uh, there just happened to be uh, big like bones around and tons of spider web around. So going off the fact that okay, well it's it's a natural element. I'm going to druidcraft a stretcher out of those items if you'll allow it, <laughs> which is which was fine. But yeah, like there you go. <laughs> that's what I got. <laughs> um, but I think that's a good way to use all of these spells, but especially druidcraft, yeah. where you need some more flexibility to make it useful. Like um, critical role yes. has really good, good example. examples because, mm-hmm. like, Keyleth will like make flowers to give to people. Right. Yeah. That you know, I mean, they'll die, but so will a regular flower. flower exactly. Or uh, a living friendship bracelet that will die, but like wood or flying material will dry up and still be, be there. a friendship yeah, bracelet. Yeah. But that's not rules as written. You can't create stuff like that. But why not? Right. What? What? Where's the harm in that? There and there isn't any. Um. And not I think in my mind. Flexibility <laughs> was like the sound smell thing. I think you should be able to make animal sounds. Yeah. Or animal smells. I, I would agree with that. Like just the skunk it's like, smell? It's instantaneous. So yeah, your nature. Smell. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, talked about that. Make that Poof, last a minute or five yeah. minutes or whatever. Especially since it is, like we were talking about a cantrip, you just like, one right after the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but like, why make the druid cast the skunk smell every six seconds. Right, yeah. Like when a cleric no can need. make the ground rumble for a full minute every minute. Like <laughs> Yeah, you ass. <laughs> the skunk smell right? for a minute. If that's if it's if it's one of those really great encounter role playing, whatever kind of whatever it may be situations, why not? I mean I don't right. see a problem with it. Like it just makes the game that much better. Exactly. <laughs> for everyone involved. <laughs> what I I failed to see why they wouldn't, or why they, like, it seems like it was almost intentional mm-hmm. that they made Druidcraft the weakest one, but I can't see why they would, other than just not having a set idea for what it would should be. Right. So, 
And again... Let your druids do some cool shit. Yeah, exactly. Just with the... Especially if they spend one of their cantrips on druidcraft. Right? <laughs> let them like, use it. Yeah, I, I have it. And again, I, I wasn't even sure in that campaign for that instance when I made this structure. I was like, I don't know if you're going to let me do this. Because this is technically not what this does. But I'll give it a shot. And then he's like, yeah, sure, cool. <laughs> I'm like, yay! Why not? I did something with druidcraft. Right. <laughs> That's how it felt. Really. If you're I like, oh, I want to take this blanket and these staffs and make it, I'd be like, no. Yeah. But I just... But a bunch of spiderwebs and bones. Yeah, I was like, it's all the natural materials yeah, like, there, you know? And I was like, oh, we'll see. <laughs> so, I mean, then that was... That just happened to be a really creative use that just came to me in that moment. Yeah. But there, there could be some really good potential there. But, but again, you have to be... You, you Open actually have to, to those. be more <laughs> clever because there's no right. suggestions. Like no, no, not you at can all. build a lot out of what is as written for thaumaturgy or yeah. trusted vegetation, but druidcraft you are given so little to begin with. It's hard right. to be clever until you know what your DM's going to allow. Right, especially especially with the fact that thaumaturgy and trusted vegetation you have the three options available and you can build and, and, you know, weave them in and out of each other. Right. Whereas Druidcraft, hey, instantaneous, whatever flowers, <laughs> like, you really gotta get creative a little bit on that one. <laughs> just, just a bit. But I could picture, like, creating, like, a fog. Yeah. And, like, some weird animal noises in the distance. Like, you could create a nice spooky, like, night scene with Druidcraft. Not as written. Yeah, not as written, no. But there's no reason not to give, like, some nice random nature effects exactly, equivalent yeah. to Thaumaturgy or Prestidigitation. And that's why, like you said, if it was bones and like, blankets, you wouldn't allow it. But, the, but or, like, make the be- sun come out of the clouds for right. one minute. Yeah. Like, like, oh, <laughs> check us out. Right. Something so Badasses. <laughs> and that's what I think is the most hindering for Druidcraft of all of them. And, and that's what makes it one of the weakest. If it, it, I mean, it is the weakest is one. Weakest. Yeah. Versus Because one of its strongest suggested uses, the weather one. Right, exactly. That is It's a very... DM slash game slash campaign slash location dependent one. Right. Like, you have to have a DM that's concerned with the weather in a game where weather might be severe. Mm hmm. Where you're not playing underground. Right. Like, for example, which we have yet to start, and that is a story for another time. But, um,. My my campaign that's set in the desert. That's that's an extreme weather situation. You're just talking about being out in the desert itself and what that entails, and the heat and the dryness well, and can, all yeah, of those that's things. That's an example of where you're outside, where the weather prediction might not be helpful because 99 out of 100 times right. you're just going to get sun. But you never know, right? Like you could find out, but do you want to? Put your resources in taking that spell exactly. so that yeah, you can which cast is, it every day right. until it rains. Like, <laughs> which is something that that player obviously has to determine. But oh, you it's going to rain tomorrow. Let's go buy all those barrels now. But not necessarily just rain. In my mind, I would think, well, what about sandstorms? Right, but 
you know, you know what I mean? Step, Again, you would also still have to take yeah. weather because exactly. the storm's not wet. Oh, as a DM, I totally would. I totally would. So, but again, that's that's one of those things you have to do. Flexibility. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of flexibility there. <laughs> All right, DMs, get on that. <laughs> don't be cheap. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Was there anything else you wanted to uh, mention before we uh, wrap it up? Uh, no, I think, I was hoping we could, there would be more to talk about, but thaumaturgy in general, by definition, is just using miracles or mm-hmm. to cast magical spells. Right. And it's never really, as far as I know, been used to label anything before. I think maybe it was the street. Yeah. Prestige class or a, uh, a kit in an early edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but nothing that was in more than one edition. So I, other than that, maybe I heard it or made it up in my head thing. Mm-hmm. Thaumaturgy is a fifth edition cantrip. Yeah. So we talked about the cantrips. Why thaumaturgy is awesome. Mm-hmm. How you guys need to fix druidcraft. Yeah, do that. Get on it. <laughs> Everyone who has a druid at their table, make druidcraft better. And uh, bards. Presentation. And, and now Andrew? we need bards, a bard craft. <laughs> right, we because do. We really do. With a little bit of prestidigitation oh, and a little bit of thaumaturgy. Now we're those people in that room. <laughs> what about bards? What about bards? Time to stand up, bards. <laughs> this is your moment. Seize it. <laughs> Take it for your own. Use that charisma. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that covers it. Yeah. We talked about all, everything we wanted to talk about. Yeah. So that's going to wrap up this uh, episode of the uh, Untamed Rant. Yeah. Be sure to check out our blog at thewanderingalchemist.com. We'll have previous episodes of The Rant and our actual play podcast, Untamed Dice, there. You can also check the blog for tips, tricks, and weekly-ish articles <laughs> on tabletop gaming and general nerdiness. Um, also, we really love what we do. We hope that you do as well. So if you like to help support us, uh, we hope that you're going to become a patron and you can do that at, uh, patreon.com and just search for the Wandering Alchemist. If you do that currently, just please be aware that it is under construction and we're hoping to have everything straightened out and ironed out and ready for you by the second week of December. But on top of that, pledges from a dollar and up, it's going to give you early access to the podcast and the cracks of the Rift book. Uh, chapters that are based on our Pathfinder campaign. So that's pretty cool. As a patron, uh, we will also be sending you a welcome package, which right now just includes our wristband. Um, but you will also be entered into exclusive giveaways, which right now will include dice and more in the future. So um, also, side note, if you want to contact us directly, questions, comments, or to let us know that Cthulhu has risen, please use the contact information located in the notes for this episode. Either email or Twitter. Yes, all of that will be there for you. And as always, I am the Wandering Alchemist, John Crowley. And I am the Untamed Scribe, Erin. Thank you for listening to episode three of The Untamed Rant, and we will see you next time. Bye!